So we are hosting a conference, a summit, a seminar, whatever you want to call it, in conjunction with Dr. Mark Costas's Dental Success Institute, and it's going to be called Scaling from Clinician to CEO. It's a two-day conference. The dates are October 5th through 7th. All right, we are live for another episode of Dental Marketing Theory. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm excited because I have my friend, Perrin. He was actually my first podcast guest that I've ever had. We went about 90 minutes or even over 90 minutes, and it was such a fun episode. I actually went back and just watched that recently. It was full of gems, and now I'm a year into this, and so I'm kind of like a seasoned vet, but you've been doing it for a long time as well. How long has your podcast been going on, Perrin? Oh, Lord, Gary. So if I go back into the old company, probably it would span back about two and a half years or so now. It's, uh, I mean... I I enjoy the format and I also think our audience does. You know, you can pack a lot of information into a small period of time and I think our our audience likes us to go deep and they like us to keep it somewhat condensed, you know. I I equate mm-hmm. it to a sandwich in between patients or <laughs> treadmill time or the commute to or from the office, you know, that 30 minute window is about right. So Great format. Aaron. Good to be back on with you. I'd, I'd also love to say first time, first time listener, or long time, or whatever it is. First time, <laughs> yeah, first time uh, guest, second time yeah, guest, long time guess. listener. First time, long time. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm really excited to have you today. And what I'm most excited about is you're actually hosting an event next month, and I wanted to talk through what you guys are doing and how you think that might impact our audience. Yeah. So um, we are hosting. Um, a conference, a summit, a seminar, whatever you want to call it, uh, in conjunction with Dr. Mark Costas's Dental Success Institute. Uh, and it's going to be called Scaling from Clinician to CEO. Uh, it's a two-day conference. Um, the dates are October 5th through 7th. That's a Wednesday through Friday. Wednesday is a travel day. It's registration and cocktail party that night. Um, but the meat of the matter is on Thursday and Friday. It's going to be at the Sheraton uh, downtown in Denver, Colorado. Um, and when we were looking around for places to host it, um, Denver was a, an easy city, or that uh, an airport that had easy access for almost everybody. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not huge on Sheratons, but this thing, they put about 80 million bucks into this hotel. And wow. it, the videos that we've seen are unbelievable. So I think we backed into something actually really nice. We can go into the subject matter more, but October 5th through 7th in Denver, uh, that's a Wednesday through Friday. There's still about 50 seats available. We're going to cap it at about 150 people total just to kind of keep it, I don't know, somewhat small and intimate and interactive, you know, Um, and the target audience is really those who are building group practices. Um, Maybe they're at one location, two or three locations, they haven't centralized back-end services yet. They're uh, they're struggling with how to attract and retain associates. They may be struggling with how to buy or build practices, certainly how to market their business and, and grow it. And, and they don't know what they don't know. And this will be a, mm. a conference based on those fundamentals for sure. 
Hey, before we go any further in the show, I need you to visit a website for me, dentalmarketingmanager.com. If you're a dental office that has somebody managing your some of your marketing internally, it's so important that you get them trained. And right now, there is no standard. There is no set of KPIs that people use to build out this position. And so it's been a little bit like the wild, wild west, but we're aiming to change that. On December 8th and 9th of 2022, we are going to be hosting the first ever dental marketing bootcamp. And we're going to be covering everything that there is to know about being a marketing manager, all the KPIs, how to partner with a marketing vendor, how to build out a position, how to get more patient referrals, 2023 plan calendared out, and everything that, again, that you're going to need to manage your dental marketing. And this is not something that you're going to want to miss if you are a marketing manager and you're not going to want to have your team miss this if you have somebody helping you internally with your marketing. So we hope that you will come. A lot of the SMC clients are going to be there. And if you don't work with SMC, that's totally fine. We still want you there. We want to help you. We want to help your businesses grow. So go check us out, dentalmarketingmanager.com. And please go uh, sign up. We have limited space, limited opportunities, and we hope to see you there. So what do you think would be like the main takeaway that people are going to get from this conference? Like if, yeah. I, if I'm thinking about going to something like this, what, what's, what's the big takeaway that I get? Yeah, so I, I think there are a couple of ways to approach a conference like this. Um, and the first thing is we're going to cover such a wide variety of subject matter um, that you should, you should expect to go into it with a handful of questions in your mind. The, the things that you know that you don't know, and you're going to get those questions answered. That being said, the presenters, much like yourself, are people we hand-selected. So they're truly industry experts, and they're people who don't mind going deep in terms of the subject matter and sharing their knowledge at a very granular level. So the second yeah. thing is for an attendee that has questions going in, those are questions they know they have or mistakes they know they've made. They're going to learn a heck of a lot in that two-day session that's going to be things that never occurred to them, that they probably wouldn't have found out until they stepped on the landmine. So this is a conference that's really fundamentals. It's cornerstones of group practices. It's different ways to think about scaling, and it's a, a different mindset than building or owning your first or second practice for sure. And, and I like to think that you're going to walk away. Every presenter, we're asking to present whatever their subject matter is, but we're also asking them to present it from a standpoint at the end of saying, okay, whatever I just shared with you, here are three things you got to think about when you get back home. Here are three mm -hmm. things you got to address. Here are three things you got to dig into and find the answer to if you're going to use what I shared with you to the best of your ability. And so I think those, you know, the when Monday comes thing is what really bothers me about other conferences. If you <laughs> yeah, attend other yeah. group practice conferences, I like to say it's death by panel or death by PowerPoint, <laughs> you know, and, and hey, the people on the panel might've built a hundred location DSO and they may talk about their journey, but for our audience, they, they sit there and scratch their head like, wow, that's really cool to be in the same auditorium with them, but what do I do with it? Like, how do I apply yeah. it? And if there's nothing to apply, then why were you there? Ours is all going to be about application. So I promise you, you'll that's get your bang for the buck. Well, and that's, I think that's something that you're really good at, Perrin. If anybody, I've watched you present many times. I've always seen, I had you on the podcast. I've been on your podcast. 
you have the ability to take really complex things like way above my head and then break them down in a way that I, I go, oh, I get it now. I understand it. Even though I've never bought or sold a, a dental practice before, I actually understand what he's talking about when he's using all these acronyms, right? And so you do a great job with that. And I know we just got done reviewing my presentation and you did a good job of helping me make sure that what we're bringing to the table, because I'm going to be presenting is going to be actual some simple things that you can actually apply and help you grow your practice right away or figure out if your marketing is actually working or not. And so I think that's great. Now, what are the things... I've been working on a couple other items and something that's kind of helped me to clarify what I want people to get out of what I'm sending their way is what what we're not going to be. So what is your conference not? You've already touched on a couple of them, but if you could kind of put that in a synopsis, what is this conference not going to be? Yeah. So that, that's a really good question. And, and I love the way you asked it. So let me kind of let me take apart the two other ends of the spectrum real quick. And that is, you know, dentistry is still largely about 46 percent, I guess, uh, solo dentist in a solo location. And if they are generating great profitability and have good culture and good case acceptance and all those kind of great things um, and th- that's what they want to own and that's what they're happy with by all means, stay happy, focused on, stay focused on what you do well, and don't swing at the pitches that are outside of your strike zone. So this is not a conference designed to talk people into building a group practice. Just because everybody else is doing it does not mean you should do it too. Yeah. All right. So the first thing it's is- a totally different ha- skill set. That's what we kind of hit on. We we talked a little bit about that. It was interesting as I present started showing you my presentation. You were like, I'm touching that on slide two. And one of the things is these are different skill sets that you have to learn in different levels of business, not right or wrong. And some people love it. Some people get into this business and go, man, this is way funner than dentistry that I was doing before. And some people go, I hate this. I don't want anything to do with it. And there's not that's not a right or a wrong thing, I don't think. Yeah, I, you know, I think one of the uh, the segments of the market in the solo space that I encounter um, with some degree of regularity, I would say, is that you have, uh, let's call them mid-career dentists who are very successful, um, uh, great practice, predominantly fee-for-service. They generate a lot. They generate high case acceptance. They do a lot of higher-end dentistry, and they make a lot of personal income. And these are people who are, like I say, mid-career. They're typically like mid-40s or something, and they're bored. You know, they're, they're bored with success. Every day feels like Groundhog Day. So what do they do? They decide to shake it up a little bit, and they go out and buy a second practice, and all of a sudden... That thing isn't performing as well as the core business. And now they're stretched between two. And, oh, God, what did I do? Why did I do that? And that's why I say, look, if, you know, just because everybody else is doing it does not mean you should build a group practice. And just because you're bored doesn't mean that. This is an intentional journey that you need to seek education understand what the landmines are, what will go wrong if you make these mistakes, how do you course correct or avoid them, and how do you be intentional about what you're actually trying to build? And Mm -hmm. this is a lot of the groundings and the fundamentals in this, this, uh, let's call it an emerging group practice space. So the the majority of the people are probably going to be between my gut tells me about one to five locations. We've got a couple who are probably bigger than that that haven't centralized yet or in the process of centralizing. But the vast majority are probably one to three and they're trying to learn what they don't know. The other thing about this conference on the other end of the spectrum completely is that 
there are not going to be any private equity backed groups. This is all what we call doctor founded and debt funded. These are the people who are in that process of working themselves out of the chair. They're, they're gradually dropping a day a week of clinical yeah. uh, focus over the course so of the year. They're moving in that direction. It, it, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, how, how, do they, how do they change their mindset from lead clinician to CEO? How do they, uh, again, attract and retain associates? How do they use bank funds to grow? You know, everybody knows that banks love lending money to dentists because they never default. That's true. But that's in a so is typically in a single practice location. The default rate risk for banks goes up considerably when you start moving into three and four and five locations and they underwrite that risk differently. So so how do we continue to use bank funds to grow when that's the right vehicle? And if we do build a business to some level of success and we scale it, do we want to operate it for cash flow purposes or do we want to actually exit the business altogether and, and sell it? And what does all that look like? So it's the entire journey between its systems and processes, its marketing, its legal structure, its debt structure, its equity structures. How do you use equity as a catalyst for growth? These are all a lot of fun concepts that are really business oriented that we're going to dig into. Dr. Mark Costas is going to dig into some culture, some systems for scale, something called doctor development. Like if you bring associates in, how do you make them better clinicians? Well, they're your lead economic engine. You better have an answer for that. So we're going to mm. do all of this in about in less than two days. And that's why I say it's going to be a lot of bang for the buck for the audience. That's amazing. This is this is really exciting. So I'm going to approach this from a slightly different angle. So there's tons of conferences out there, right? There's so many. I get confused about all of them. I get every day on LinkedIn or somewhere people are asking me, are you going to this one? And I'm like, that's another one. I've never even heard of that one. That's great, right? So there's all these dental conferences. So why, why this conference? Like, why did you decide, okay, there's all these conferences going on, but we need to build this conference because it, it's very, it's a very specific kind of conference. So share a little bit about your vision and why you're, you're, you decided to pull the trigger on this. Yeah. So um, first and foremost, you know, we're a, we're a company that when people ask me, you know, okay, what, what do you do, Perrin? And I'll say, well, we're a consulting and M&A advisory company. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all work with healthcare. And I'm like, well, we don't really work with healthcare. We work in dentistry. And they're like, oh, well, I love my dentist. And I'm like, well, we don't, we don't work with solo practices. And they're like, well, what, what else is there? And I was well, well, they're these, you know, multi-hundred location private equity backed groups, and we don't work with them either. And then they're like, well, what the hell else is left, Perrin? And I'm like, well, it's the, it's the doctor-founded, debt-funded group. We're a subset of a niche. And so, you know, that is our focus. That's the only space we work in. And so when we attend the same conference as you do, and we see you know, some uh, solo practices and some uh, dentists bring the their entire yeah. staff. And then we see the director of business development for Heartland Dental or Dental Care Alliance or, you know, the CEO of DECA Dental or any of these others. And it's like this broad spectrum. They're trying to create content that, that maybe appeals to everybody, but it's yeah. very generic and nonspecific. And I used to say that, you know what, we see the same people in a different city, in a different conference room every other weekend talking about the same thing. 
And, mm. and I, I always leave those conferences thinking, okay, I, I sat through the same lectures that everybody else did, but yeah. if I'm in their shoes, what's the key takeaway? Like what, what, what are they going to apply? What are they going to do? I yeah. mean, we, we can get together as colleagues and feel good. There is some yeah, merit yeah. in that. There's I believe ne- in yeah, networking. Networking. Yeah. Yeah. Networking's huge, but you're, I totally agree with you. And then what, what I think is going to be interesting here as we move forward is they used to be all single practitioners in dental, right? And maybe there was like one DSO. And then and then all of a sudden DSOs came out. So now there's DSOs and single practitioners. But now there's like this middle group. And some people call them emerging. Everybody has a different... Some I've heard people say emerging means you have more than 50. And some people are like, no, emerging means you have two practices or more. Whatever, right? Like, But there's these segmented groups. And then you have specialty. And then you have the pedo... Um, uh, Medicaid is a whole nother like segment. And then you got orthos starting to really take take hold in in the, the group space, and so you have all the, all this is going to segment. Like that's usually what happens is people get really really specific and say, "Hey, we help you and only you, and here's information that's going to help you in the position that you're at." So I think it's cool that you guys are stepping into that gap and saying, "Okay, here's tactical help on applying." Uh, uh, the next step in your journey. I, I think that's huge. Yeah, we're, I mean, I guess you could say we're highly opinionated about the right way and the wrong way to scale. I mean, we, we don't have a, a, a cookbook, you know, it's not a one size fits all approach, but there are absolutely things that you need to do. And there are absolutely things that you need to avoid doing to, to hopefully give yourself a better chance at success. And, and so this is not a formulaic approach. And it is, you know, the other thing is you're, you're speaking there, Gary, and you're also one of the sponsors of the conference. And we're very grateful for that. But you're for the people who attend, they're not going to see an auditorium of a 100 different companies yeah. that were sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Hand and you didn't, the, yeah, you you asked me to speak and then you were like, "Oh, by the way, do you want to support this with a sponsorship with a boot?" And I was like, "Well, sure, if I'm going to be there, that makes sense." It wasn't, "Hey, you're a sponsor, so now speak." Yeah. I think that's a big our, that's a big difference. Yeah, our our idea was not to build a a conference that's 500 to 1000 people with 100 different sponsors and just, you know, rent out the biggest resort we could find or something like that. I mean, we we're actually limiting this to 3 people per group to attend. So we're we're trying to who, keep it Who should people who should people bring? Like who if you were if you were a dentist and you had um, you know, your team and you had two offices and you wanted to go to five over the next couple of years, what, who, who would you bring with you? Yeah, I, I would say the, the average number of attendees is two right now per, per group. So usually it is, if it's one dentist, who's the founder and owner of the business, maybe he or she is bringing their, um, uh, COO or their, their lead their operator. Ops person or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the person who's going to be, if they're the visionary, they're going to, the person they're bringing with them is probably in EOS parlance, the, the integrator, you know, the person yeah. that's going to make it all go. And, it, and if it's a group practice or an emerging group practice, it's maybe the, the uh, founder or owners of the business. If they're, you know, if we're talking about like a, 
I don't know, a five location ortho group that has four founders. We're not going to say you got to leave one behind. I mean, sure, bring bring all four founders. But at the same time, this is not a conference where, hey, bring all your staff, the more the merrier. This is really the people who make the business go. They're, they're the people who are the visionary, the people taking the risk, the, the people who roll up their sleeves and really work on the business on a daily basis. That's awesome. Well, I'm really excited to attend. I'm, I always learn so much from, from these kind of conferences and I'm looking forward to hearing all the speakers. I've heard a couple of them before. Some of them I haven't. So I'm really excited. Any, how, what, um, we're going to put the links down below. Is there anything else that people should know? Did you share like the cost and things like that? Yeah. It, I mean, the cost is six ninety five per person to attend. So it's it, it's relatively inexpensive, I would think, for the amount of uh, information you're going to be getting. Um, I can't remember the number of presentations, but I feel like it's between like 12 and 14, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, subject matter is going to span everything from the, the challenges of building a group that's scaling yourself out of the chair, um, it's how to buy or build and or maybe how not to. Um, yeah. It's how to use bank funds to grow. It's how to attract and retain associates. It's culture building. It's uh, doctor development. It's systems and integration. It's legal structure. It's debt structure. It's marketing execution. We've got two people on personal journeys that are how to use bank funds to grow and the exit process. Um, so you'll you'll actually hear from some uh, clients of ours on on what they've done and and how they've done it and what you know um, the, the the trials along the way. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think there's going to be. I hate to say there's something for everybody in there because that kind of dilutes the messaging, but we've hit no, all but the for highlights. That group, of, yeah, you've narrowed the group to so small that it makes sense. So now we can actually speak directly. I know exactly what I need to talk about to that size group. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's uh, Gary, you know us, and maybe some of your um, uh, audience has either heard. The, our former podcast or maybe seen me speak or something like that. But I, I think the key takeaway for the people in your audience is that, you know, this is going to be a, uh, a conference that it will be very granular in detail. Um, so if you were somebody who uh, you're looking to get a printed copy of the presentations that has the nitty gritty, the nuts and bolts, you know, the, the things that you got to, absolutely got to know this is your conference. Um, and, and I think, you know, again, it'll help solve some of the unknown unknowns as Donald Rumsfeld would say. Um, but, uh, and, and I think that again, will uh, help people just not to step on the same landmines that so many of their peers have. Um, because yeah. if done incorrectly, uh, sometimes it's tough to save yourself at at the end. So yep. uh, we yep. we want to create a you, greater opportunity. Or it cost you so much that it wasn't worth all the effort that you put into it to get to where you want to go. I've seen that over and over again. Like I yeah. wish I wouldn't have added those last three because it just was more headache and didn't add to my bottom line or my future top line. Yeah. You know, even if you if, even if you do save yourself or can course correct, how much did you lose in time? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's the yeah. one thing you can never get back. So, yeah. um, I, I feel like there'll be um, there'll be a lot of key takeaways for people. 
That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on today. I know this was like an impromptu. I said, hey, I want to get you on the show. I actually have Mark coming on next, I think tomorrow or the next day. So we'll get these up and shared out with the community. And uh, if there's anything I can do before the event, please let us know. And please reach out to Perrin if you guys have any questions. Perrin's very reachable, very approachable. If you have questions about the event or if you have uh, any feedback or anything, he's he's the guy to talk to and we'll definitely um, we'll take your call. So thanks so much, Perrin. For, for hopping on today. And I look forward to talking to you next month. Gary, it's always a pleasure being with you. I can't wait to be with you in Denver in about five or four short weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully a lot of people in the audience will see you there too. Awesome. Take care.